Hi, I'm Adam Sanford. I'm an academic life coach and professor in Los Angeles. And I'm Dinur Bloom. I'm a college professor in Los Angeles. And this is Learning Made Easier, a podcast where we discuss how we learn and how we teach and how they overlap. episode 99, How to Deal with Devastating Events, a Bad Breakup or Divorce, Illness, Injury, or Accident. Back in episode 50, we talked about life throwing you curveballs in the classroom, a lower than expected grade on a test, for example. But what about life's curveballs outside the classroom? What if you're in a car accident, or you or someone in your family gets sick, or you have an absolutely devastating divorce or breakup? Communicate with your professors. As professors, we have no way of knowing what's going on in our students' lives, and frankly, there are way more students than there are professors. And whether that's good or bad, when something big happens, the student letting your professors know tells us to offer more flexibility, more compassion. We can be more understanding because we know that there's something that's preventing you from being at the top of your game. Now that said, we still have to grade you by the same standards as your peers, but as teachers, we can offer flexibility, we can offer compassion without sacrificing rigor in the classroom. It's not a zero-sum game. It's not be nice or have high expectations for students. You can have both. This flexibility is much easier to reach when you let your professors know what's going on in your lives rather than assuming we'll know all the details about your lives. We're not on social media looking at what our students are doing. We don't know what they're going through. Now, if you go through a really nasty separation or divorce, because let's face it, there really are very few breakups that feel good in the moment. They're all going to hurt. They're all going to suck, depending on how the relationship was up until it ended, how long the relationship lasted, and why the relationship is ending. But your first priority is to make sure you're physically safe. Make sure you're not going to be hurt by your former partner, anyone they know. Emotionally, talk to a counselor, talk to a therapist, talk to people you trust. Normally, I would suggest activities like going out with friends. You want to keep your mind occupied, but COVID is still a really annoying reality. But even with that, you can find solo activities to do. You can go for a walk near your place, go hiking. We're in California, go to the beach. Connect with the people you trust virtually, have a Zoom sesh, have a vent sesh. Maybe dive into something you really, really like. Give yourself time to do movie or TV show marathons or play video games. Something to get your mind off of the pain and off the situation. Don't spend a lot of time on social media. Give yourself time to grieve, give yourself time to mourn the relationship. But remember that life isn't a really bad romantic comedy. So sliding into your ex's DMs, really unlikely to win them back. The relationship ended for a reason and it's unlikely that sliding back into the DMs is going to undo that. It doesn't mean you have to see your ex as an enemy, but it does mean you've got to give yourself time to process time to grieve, time to heal, and time to move on. 
Now, the other big thing that we talked about was illness, injury, and accident. And I'll just touch on this. When you're sick, pushing yourself to do more is only going to make you sicker. If you have a disability, trying to push through it and be inspirational, you're just going to run yourself ragged. Today, I read something that was really, really telling. Someone tweeted, when someone says to you, I'm feeling a little burned out, they're already way beyond that. They had to get to the point where they were way beyond that to even admit that a little bit of burnout was happening. And the same thing happens when you are disabled or when you are injured. Think of if you've broken your leg, trying to walk on it is not necessarily a good thing. Maybe if you're in a walking cast, but not before it's casted. We did an episode, episode 56, on self-care for people who learn, and this actually just circles right back to it. If you are sick, if you are injured, if you are disabled, and these things are getting in the way of getting your classwork done, you got to focus on getting well first, or in the case of a permanent disability, learning how to manage the disability. But just pushing through almost never works. What it usually does is create burnout. It creates an inability to actually do anything because now you're wiped out. Don't do that to yourself. And especially right now, if your illness is COVID, everything else gets dropped right now. Let your professor know, hey, I just got diagnosed with COVID, and then focus on getting better. Do not focus on your paper. You should be getting an extension. And if you're not, you can talk to your professor's chair and say, hey, I've been sick with COVID for three weeks, and my professor's saying that I can't turn in my paper late. And if your professor doing that is the chair, go to the dean. There's always a chain of command you can follow. Mm -hmm. But the thing about illness and injury, especially if they're temporary illnesses and injuries, do not try to power through them. Do not do that to yourself. What if it's a longer-term illness? What if it's a longer-term problem? Like um, I had a friend once in undergrad who was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 21, testicular cancer. He had to take chemo. The answer for him was taking incompletes in every class and basically focusing full-time on his medical health because he was quite ill. Testicular cancer is nothing to play with. And because he was able to take a half year off from school and then finish his classes in the form of incompletes, which basically are, we recognize that because of circumstances, you cannot finish this class right now. So you are given an extension. It's basically a long university recognized extension till maybe the end of the next semester or even the end of the next school year before you have to finish it. And I've had students who have had to use that option. I had to use that option when my father died. Speaking of, you know, being hit with a tragedy, you know, Denor talked about breakups. What if your mother dies, your father dies? You're probably going to be pretty traumatized by that for a while. And trying to push through is not going to help you. My, I was in grad school when my dad died. And for the first three or four months after his death, I just, my work, it was awful. I had two different professors tell me, we've noticed the quality of your work has gone down, but we also know your dad just died. And we're really sorry about your loss. I only had one professor who was a jerk. And even then, he gave me an extension until the end of the next quarter to finish a paper that I needed to work on that was due like three weeks after my father died. So when you are dealing with sickness, when you are dealing with something that is an immediate, you know, body blow or psychological body blow, look into your options. And that takes us right into potential solutions. So the first one, like I just mentioned, is getting an incomplete. If you are in the middle of a class, let's say that you're in a 15 week semester and it's week 10, and you've been doing all right, you've been turning in your work and you know, you're probably pulling a C or maybe a C plus in the class or even an A in the class, you know, you're, you're passing the class, right? And then 
something really devastating happens, you know, a breakup or your mother dies or you develop an illness that is going to lay you flat on your back for the next three weeks, makes it kind of hard to catch up when you only have two weeks left in the semester, right? So that's when you want to ask for an incomplete and you go to your professors and you say, I need to take an incomplete because I have had this severe problem. And most times professors will say, you know what? Sure. You know, you have until the end of fall to get this done. Maybe it's spring and you, you've got till the end of fall to get it done. At my campus, the way they do it is if you're taking an incomplete, then you get until the end of the next school year. So if you're taking an incomplete in fall, you have until the end of spring. If you're taking an incomplete in spring, you have the end of next spring. So it's always a year that you've got to complete that class. And then you just work with the professor and say, okay, what do I still need to complete in order to finish this class? Just keep track of that. And then once you recover from COVID or you recover, you know, you, you get into remission with your cancer or you finally you've gotten over the breakup or you've, you've dealt with the loss of your mom. Okay, now it's time for you to get the work done. And maybe you won't be starting that class until November of the following fall. But that's an institutional thing that campuses allow for. They provide that. They say, yeah, we recognize stuff happens and we're going to provide you a way to deal with stuff happening. And in addition to incompletes, you can take a leave of absence from the school where you've tell, you're telling the school, I'm not enrolling in classes until this gets resolved, but I'd still like to keep my student status. You can withdraw from classes with a W. And if you do that, the difference between that and an incomplete is a withdrawal just acts as a grade, but with no grade points. So it doesn't hurt your GPA. It doesn't help it. Uh, there's no work requirement with a withdrawal. With an incomplete, you do have to make up the work. Talk to a counselor. Get help. We wouldn't think anything less if a person said, hey, my car was acting funny and I took it to the mechanic to get it running again. Get your head working again. Get your heart working again. Talk to a professional that's going to take a devastating event or can make sense of what's going on for you because that's their routine. That's what they get paid to do. They're not there to make you feel bad. They're never going to tell anyone what you talked about if you don't tell them to. You're already paying for counseling and a lot of your student fees. So often, at least counseling through your campus is not going to be any additional out-of-pocket expense. And it's help that you need. We stigmatize mental health and mental illness. We shouldn't. And one of the things we do recommend is talk to the people whose job it is to get people in your situation feeling and working better. And then there's other kinds of therapies that you might need to go through too. Like if you've hurt your back and you can't sit, you may need to be in physical therapy to get help with that. And again, especially if you're on a campus where medical insurance is part of your tuition, there's probably a campus health center that they can refer you out to and that's just part of what's covered let's say that the big problem has been that you have developed a drug addiction or you realize that you are an alcoholic then get into some rehab get into some help and many times these things will be covered by your medical insurance or by campus medical insurance or there will be a health center on campus that can handle these kinds of things and don't try to do this alone don't try to do it on your own Okay, if we have one message from this episode, it's doing it on your own is going to make things worse. When it comes to dealing with illness, with injury, even with something that might feel like it ought to be trivial, like a breakup, right? 
it's still something that hit you hard and caused a lot of problems in your life. And you can't just say, well, I'll just pretend that doesn't exist. That's a great way to create, you know, worse problems later on. So don't try to go it alone. Things like therapy and rehab, those are covered by school insurance. If you've developed a drug addiction, if you've developed alcoholism, there are groups that campus will often put together, or they might even have, say, an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting or a Narcotics Anonymous meeting on campus. Reach out for that help. All right, don't try to grit your teeth and bear down and just go it alone. If you try to be Sisyphus, you're going to get crushed by the boulder when it rolls back on you. And if you're dealing with the end of a relationship, a bad divorce, a bad breakup, try and find some solace in it. It could be things like, hey, I've got more free time. I don't have to worry about this. Or, hey, now I have more money to spend. Or, psych yourself up. I can find a better fit for me. I can find a better person. Right? Focus on something other than the pain. Because, again, whether you're talking about the end of a relationship, like I just was, whether you're talking about illness or death to someone you care about, like Adam was, you're dealing with a lot of pain that's intense. It's certainly not going to be made any better by the stresses of school. And so you've got to, one, try and find some comfort if you can, but get the help you need. Don't worry about what other people think. I think the way I'll put it is there are two types of radio waves, AM and FM. If someone is just giving you noise, they're not AM waves. Think of the other type. Block out that noise and get the help that you need. So that's what we have for you in episode 99. If you're finding this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. We're always hoping to get new subscribers so we can help more people. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Android. We're hosted on Blueberry.com, and we would really appreciate it if you wrote a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to join us next week for episode 100, when we'll talk about the problems facing first-generation students. You've been listening to Learning Made Easier, a podcast about how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com slash learning made easier. We look forward to seeing you next week.